Measure twice, cut once. Welcome, everybody, to episode 47 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 22nd of December, 2021. Before I get started with my opening remarks, the Trust and Believe nomadcast.buzzsprout.com is my website. Once you go on that website, you can access my social media. You can access all my podcast platforms to include Apple, Spotify, and Google. And also, you go on the right-hand corner, you can access my Instagram, and also you can access my YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, if you're a brand new person on the YouTube channel, on my YouTube channel, and you like what you see, go ahead and click the, click the subscription button and also click the bell icon. And once you do that, you'll be notified of all future episodes. And you can go back and look at the archives as well. Got 47 of these bad boys. Again, the Trust and Believe Nomadcast.buzzsprout.com is a one-stop shop. Follow the arrows, folks. All right. Now, for my opening remarks, now I want to talk about, I always talk about nerding out. I'm one of them guys. I love nerding out on documentaries, history, numbers, fun facts, and all that. So last night before I went to bed, I was looking at our local news and it was talking about uh, furniture buying. People in America are buying furniture at a record pace. Uh, and they gave, you know, provided the very various reasons why. Could be COVID, workplace environments, people are you know, teleworking, working at home, so on and so forth. And I will tell you, listening to that telecast last night, they talked about Americans are spending in the billions, billions this year alone, 2021 buying furniture. Again, it could be uh, like they stated, it's a myriad of things. Office managers are outfitting their offices. They're modernizing the offices. The conference table was from 1975. So they modernized it with speakers and televisions and all this. And then for the folks that's teleworking, you're modernizing your workplace. Uh, got a standing desk, new chairs, tables, all sorts of things, right? And then for the people that's at home, you know, you're buying recliners, you're buying couches, you're buying bread, brand new bedroom furniture, the sleep number mattresses, all those things, right? And I think that's important because it's a, you know, we talk about quality of life. That's what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, I will always tell people you cannot put a premium on comfort. There's nothing that that's more satisfying than coming home after a hard day's work or a hard day running errands. And you come home to that recliner, you come home to that couch, come home to that bed. There's nothing like it. Again, you cannot put a cost on comfort. Don't cheat yourself. We talked about it the other day saying yes to yourself. No, if you have the funds and you have the resources, go ahead and, and buy a new recliner. Buy a new couch, buy a new bedroom set. You deserve it. Speaking of that, I think, you know, for next week for talking on the Tuesday, I'm going to dive into, we're going to have a nerd out session when it talks about furniture buying. And I kind of just gave, provided everybody a wave top with the reasons why we're buying furniture. But I think we're going to conduct a deep dive this upcoming talking on the Tuesday. We'll talk about, uh, different ways, the reasons why we're buying furniture. I think that'd be fun. So we'll nerd out together as per usual. All right. So that concludes my opening remarks. Next up, 
way back Wednesday. I will tell a story on me about me in 1999 landing in Germany, right? My first duty station in the army and the issues I had with the locations in Germany and issues I had with senior leadership that was installed in Germany at that time, so on and so forth. So I'll take y'all back to 1999 um, in Germany. That'll be fun. So that'd be my way back Wednesday story. Again, stay tuned, stay locked. Again, look at the website. It's there in front of you. You can access everything. All right. Trust and believe y'all way back Wednesday is next. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast here on the Wayback Wednesday. So before I get started with my Wayback Wednesday, I forgot to mention that I am on TikTok as well. So I mentioned in my opening remarks about the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast website, and I mentioned YouTube and Instagram, but I forgot about TikTok. So I am on TikTok as well at Retired Master Sergeant 20. And I forgot about that. So, you know, don't. Don't charge it to my uh, heart. Don't charge charge it to my brain, right? All right, so let's go ahead and get started with Wayback Wednesday, as I mentioned yesterday and today. The story takes place back in 1999. 1999! That was my my poor man Prince rendition. But I'll take you back to 1999, November 4th, to be exact, is when I landed in Germany, right? So I'll go ahead and give you uh, I guess a prelude to all that. So everyone knows who's listened to this nomad cast since episode one, I was honorably discharged from the Marines in 1998. I enlisted in the army, October 23rd, 1999. I enlisted out of San Diego, California. So once I flew from San Diego, California landed in Fort Jackson. Now Fort Jackson is where I don't know if it still happens now, but where all the prior service, um, folks go Navy, air force, Marines, so on and so forth. And so I've stayed in this prior service barracks was just prior service folks. Right. Um, and we're there and it's almost serves as a, a RSOI reception integration type of uh, situation that goes on there where they kind of teach you about the army, the do's and don'ts of the army, the warrior ethos, soldiers, creed, NCO creed. You get your new uniforms, your army uniforms, you get all your inoculations, you update your personal information, your uh, your data, your beneficiaries, all that sort of stuff, all your administrative work, more or less, right? And you conduct some Army-level PT, which at the time, the PT was different from what I was used to, right? So you're there for, I was there October 23rd, and I was there until the 3rd, the 4th of November, right? Um. And when I found out I was going, I already had an assignment to Europe, but I didn't have that direct pinpoint assignment to Germany until I I got there. Cause my recruiter was like, I can get you Europe. I can get you Europe, but he didn't know where in Europe, just, you know, get me to Europe. It could have been Italy could have been wherever. So once I got to Fort Jackson and started conducting, doing the administrative operations and everything, Hanau, Germany, which I thought was pronounced Hanua. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to Hanua. I'm going to Hanua. All right. Um, end up going to the airport, flew to Germany, right? So long flight. We landed at Rhein-Main Air Base. Rhein-Main Air Base used to be an Air Force base. It's closed. I forgot what year it closed. And it's almost 30-something miles 
almost 40 miles away from Frankfurt, right? And Frankfurt is huge. So I landed there. I remember it was a winter day. It was cold, cold. It was cold. And now I'm just leaving San Diego and, and leaving Fort Jackson. Now I'm in freaking Germany where it's freaking, as the New Yorkers say, it's brick out here, son. It was cold outside. So I remember we got off the tarmac. They walked us through, welcomed us to Germany, so on and so forth. And, uh, had our uniforms on and everything and went through again, administrative process, went through some in process in there. And, uh, we ended up taking a bus. We got on the bus, boarded a bus from, uh, Frankfurt airport to Rhine mine. Again, it was like 30 something miles. So once we went to Rhine mine, um, went through the gate and everything. And we were in the barracks and this barracks. I remember it was an old school, almost like a world war two type barracks. And those barracks were situated for the personnel um, that's in transit, that's getting ready to go to subsequent duty stations, right? And they had the buses all lined up, you know, depending on uh, the duty station you was going to within Germany, right? So I remember sitting there, and we got there, I want to say it was almost like 10 o'clock in the morning. So it was like, hey, you know, it was, a, um, I think, a sergeant first class. And I didn't even really know the Army ranks that much. You know, because when I saw, you know, E7, three up, two down, I was like, mm, that's a gunny. But it was like, you know, I'm a sergeant first class, such and such. Um, welcome you guys to uh, Germany. Um, we got some lunch here. We'll get you guys some lunch. And then at 1200, 12 o'clock noon, we'll start the the end brief and start processing you guys. I'm processing you guys out to your respective uh, areas in Germany. So I'm like, cool, you know. So I called my wife who was in transit because she was at that time getting out the Marine Corps. Um, so I called her, spoke to her. My daughter was junk at the time. I called my parents and everything. And they was like, what do you think? I was like, well, I don't know. It kind of just landed here. I'm still, I still have uh jet lag. You know, I'm, I'm leaving freaking Fort Jackson where it wasn't cold, but it was a little cool outside. And now I'm in freaking Germany and uh, it's freaking cold out here. Right. So, uh, I went back and, you know, we kind of, we sat around, we talked, you know, the rest of us, uh, prior service cats and guys that were there just, you know, talking about talk. And, uh, so that's like, all right, everybody, uh, we got a delay. There's an issue with the computer. Be back here at 1300, which is one o'clock and we'll go ahead and get everything started. So I'm like, okay, you know, so I'm kind of just walking around. They had a PX there, shop it there, you know, just, you know, getting American stuff and, you know, just kind of just walking around. So fast forward, we get to uh 1300 and that's the time that we had to be there. So now they start calling out, um, people, Anderson and all these other folks that was there. There's a lot of folks that was there. So they start calling us and giving us our assignments. And so there's like, Oh, here's your assignment. He said, but also look on the big board cause the assignments and the duty locations can change. So I'm looking at this big board. They had, they had freaking Giebelstadt. Graf, Hohensfels, um, Vilsack, Dagon, Mannheim, Kaiserslautern, which is, we call K-Town, uh, Hanau, but I thought it was pronounced Hanua. So I'm looking there. I'm like, okay, that's where I'm going. Hanua, 5-7 ADA, Air Defense Artillery, 69th uh, Air Defense Brigade. And I think that 69th Air ADA Brigade, I don't think they're in Germany no more. I think they're gone. Um, 
and all these other cities in in you know in daggone uh germany these duty assignments in germany so i'm like okay i'm going to freaking hanua can't wait can't wait so it was a warrant officer a w2 that was there at the time and he said hey you guys uh make sure you listen out for your bus locations it is imperative it imper- it's imperative that you listen for your bus locations because once once if you miss your bus location you have to stay here over the weekend and then board that next uh the upcoming monday so i'm like okay so again we sitting there we continue filling out paperwork and updating our sgli and all that you know administrative type stuff so we're sitting there there's like the board the buses will start boarding at two o'clock at 1400 i'm gonna start calling out the uh the duty stations look on the board match it to where you're going and once i call out the duty station and then you go to that to that bus that respective bus so i'm like too easy right so we're sitting there 1400 come so they start calling out uh duty assignments graph personnel going to graph your bus is outside so i see people leaving uh giebelstadt uh budigan darmstadt i mean they calling out all these places kaiserslautern which is k-town Mannheim, um wurzburg all these places. So I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there. Now they, they called Hanau. I didn't pay attention. I thought it was Hanua. So I'm sitting there, right? <laughs> I'm just sitting there and they like Hanau. If you on the bus to Hanau, your bus leaves now. And they kept calling all these, the, all the other duty stations in Germany. So I noticed it's about 40, 50 people. You know, my memory serves me that was sitting in there. All this started at 1400. Right now it was about 16 going on 1700. Right. I noticed I was one of the last people that was still there. So, you know, it's still people going back and forth because it's an out processing and processing station. So people going back and forth, ain't nobody really paying attention to me. So around 1700, I've been sitting there for a minute. They, again, they called out Hanau, but I thought it was Hanua. I thought it was pronounced Hanua, H-A-N-A-U, right? Again, they calling out all these other stops. So I go to the desk. I'm like, you know, I'm tired of sitting here. So there was the Sergeant First Class that was, at, that, that was at the desk. There was a Master Sergeant that was at the desk. And there was a W-2, a warrant officer that was at the desk. Again, I'm just a freaking PFC, brand new in the freaking Army. Have no clue how the Army operates. You know, I'm still in Marine mode, still, you know, loud mouth and, you know, fast talking and you know, I'm better than everybody and all this stuff. Right. So I get to the desk and I said, uh, excuse me, uh, gentlemen, I have a problem. So the master sergeant was like, uh, first of all, I'm a master sergeant. And the guy was like, well, I'm a sergeant first class. And the other guy was like, you know, I'm a W2. And I'm like, again, I'm in Marine mode now. I'm like, okay, all right. Okay, guys. Uh, so I was like, master sergeant, uh, chief and uh sergeant first class because our e7s we called them gunnies so i made sure i addressed them because i didn't want no problems right so i was like so there's what do you, what do you need troop what you need high speed and that's the first time i ever heard someone say high speed that was an army term so there's like what you need high speed so i was like well i've been sitting here all morning and, and i'm noticing that you guys are calling out the bus stops the bus routes for uh per- service members to board the bus no one has has called out 
Hanua. So they kind of looked at each other and they was like, Hanua? This is, you mean Hanau? I'm like, no, maps aren't Hanua. I am supposed to be going to Hanua. I need to board the bus to Hanua. I've been sitting here all morning. Where's the bus to Hanua? So they all kind of looked at each other like this blank is crazy. And they was like, soldier, it is pronounced Hanau and you missed your bus. Your bus departed hours ago. That is your fault. I said, mass arm, I would all do respect. Now, again, I'm still in Marine mode, but I'm realizing I'm in the army now. Right. It took me a while to figure that part out. And, uh, there was like, look, soldier, your bus already left. You sat there. So now, you know, don't be coming up here, getting no attitude. And so they end up locking me up, locking me up in military terms, parade rest and all that. Right. And I was like, my son, I said, no disrespect, but I, I'm ready. I want to get on the bus to Hanua. You guys haven't called it. And it was like, guy, high speed. Listen to me. It is not Hanua. It is Hanau. Hanau, Germany. H-A-N-A-U. And so I'm sitting there like, this dude don't think I can freaking spell. And I'm like, Roger. I'm like, so, okay, I missed the bus. Understood. When is the next bus going to Hanau? And he was like, son, that bus is not, there's no more buses. He said, if you had to listen to the brief, the bus, once you, if you missed the bus today, you got to stay here for the whole weekend. And then the next group of buses will arrive Monday and you will depart to your duty station Monday. So I'm like, I got to stay here for the whole weekend. And he was like, yeah, high speed. He said, guess what? I'm putting you on restriction because you're coming up here with a freaking attitude. So now everyone else that was there, if they missed a bus, you know, it could be a myriad of reasons. They were allowed to go to Frankfurt, which was like 30 something miles away. They go catch a cab and they can go out to Frankfurt and they were still on the time restriction where they couldn't be out there past uh twenty hundred or something like that. But I guess since I walked up in there and I had a freaking attitude and I'm trying to change the way, you know, the, the Germans pronounce Hanau and I'm saying Honua when I thought of, you know, when they was like it's Hanau. And he felt I had an attitude. He wrote me a freaking counseling statement, a 4856. So I'm looking at the paper. I'm like, my son, what is this? You know, you belligerent. He said, you know, you, you just joined the army. I'm looking at your records. You was a prior service Marine. I can't stand you former Marines. Y'all come in here thinking you're going to run the world and all that. Let me tell you something. I'm master sergeant, such and such. He's just going off. So I'm like, all right. Okay, guy, I get it. Thumbs up. Right. So I'm like, oh, so where are the barracks? And the barracks was upstairs. Do you know? I could not go anywhere that weekend, but to the PX and to the Chaha that was on Rhine mine, Rhine main, right? I couldn't go to freaking Frankfurt because they had put me on restriction based upon my attitude and the way I walked up in there. Now, as I've grown older, uh, I, I'm, I become, I've become more diplomatic and I wish if I could take that time back. I would have been a little bit more diplomatic, right? But I tell you what ended up happening. I'm kind of glad the way it happened. Right. So, uh, I'm in, I'm in the barracks, you know, I can't go anywhere. I can't go to Frankfurt. And I hear these people talking about, man, Frankfurt's this Frankfurt's that. And you can see Frankfurt from my barracks room. And I'm like, man, that'd be cool to freaking go to Frankfurt. Couldn't go. Cause my mouth put me on freaking restriction. Go figure. Right. So that Monday came and, uh, there was like the buses are going to start. Um, in the morning at 10 hundred be downstairs at zero nine. 
So I'm down there like at zero eight thirty. Being early is on time. Being on time is late. And so they started going ahead, calling roll and everything. Now a new crop of soldiers had arrived as well, right? So now it's even more packed. So they called the handout bus, and the master sergeant was like, "Hey, PFC Anderson, the bus for handout is outside. You tracking?" <laughs> I was like, "Roger, master sergeant. I'll be on the bus. No, no problem." Now initially. My order stated I was supposed to go to 5-7 ADA, but I was supposed to go to freaking uh, Bravo Battery, right? I am so glad my mouth got me in trouble because if I had left that Friday like I was supposed to, I would have went to Bravo Battery. I ended up going to 19th Maintenance Company, which was phenomenal, right? Because if I had went to Bravo Battery, and some of them Bravo Battery folks back then, it was just a little... They they did a little too much for me, um, for my for my taste, cause they they was going to the field, they was doing a lot of things. I mean, we went to the field too, but not at the frequency of Bravo Battery. So once I Monday, I got on the bus, told my sergeant, say I apologize for everything last week, no disrespect. He said, no, he said I just know how you prize service and Marines coming in, you coming in with your chest out, and why isn't uh, these things not the way they're supposed to be, so on and so forth. He said, but just give you a little advice. The three years that you're going to be here, it is pronounced Hanau. It is not pronounced Hanua. So we had a, you know, a laugh about it and everything, you know, and I was, I told him, I said, I'm sorry for the disrespect. I was just, you know, had a long flight. My wife is transitioned from the Marines. So I had that stressed and she had a daughter with her. I mean, it was just a lot of stress during that time. Brand new uh, organization. I'm leaving the Marine Corps, going to the army. So it was a lot of stress, but, you know, thinking about it now, I wish I'd have handled it, you know, better back then. But of course, you know, the maturity levels, you know, they it's different from what it is now. So I wish I was more of a diplomat. But anyway, so I ended up getting to going to Hanau, got on the bus. My sponsor, once I arrived at Underwood Concern, which is closed, um, got out, got out there, you know, I forgot the sergeant's name, but, you know, he introduced himself. He said, hey, you know, you you come into 19th maintenance and uh he was like, yeah, he said, I'm looking at your orders. You were supposed to go to Bravo Battery, but you got rerouted and diverted. And now you coming over here with 19th Maintenance Company, which was great. It was phenomenal. I'm still friends and talk with those uh, folks that was a 19th Maintenance Company to this day. And that was back in 1999. Uh, so I tell you, man, that was the, the story is kind of short, but the main point is, you know, I, I've had a Nomad cast before talking about reading the room. And I should have read the room knowing that, okay, you're a private, private service Marine. So what? You're in a freaking army. Adapt and overcome. And I didn't do that. But then it also taught me a valuable lesson of listen to what's happening. Because I was stuck on Hanua. Why ain't nobody uh, calling out Hanua? It's supposed to be Hanua because I said so. And it's funny that a master sergeant is the one that freaking set me straight. It's something about master sergeants, man. We some we some great individuals, right? <laughs> but again, I had fun with that. So that was my story for way back Wednesday, arriving in Germany, 1999, walking up in there, you know, talking about Hanua, Hanua, when it was really pronounced Hanau, Hanau, like the master sergeant said, H-A-N-A-U. <laughs> All good. All right, y'all, that concludes my Way Back Wednesday story. Hope you got something out of it. Uh, again, 
I think a lot the main takeaways is probably reading the room, understanding the environment, being respectful for people where you need that you need to facilitate any movement, any onward movement that you need. And initially I didn't do that. So again, years later, you know, you start developing some of those uh, skills as well to help you in life. So again, that concludes way back Wednesday for today. Hope you guys again, got something out of it. I had fun telling that story. Always love telling these way back Wednesday stories. They were great. All right. Tomorrow, uh, stand by for tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have gym shoes stories on a Thursday. It'll be the last episode for the week. Uh, so that'd be uh, exciting as well. Gym shoe, gym shoe stories on a Thursday. Stay tuned. Stay locked. Appreciate you guys. Get that last minute Christmas shopping in and buy these gifts and buy something for others. But also say yes to yourself and buy something for yourself. You deserve it. You worked hard all year. Take credit for your work and buy yourself something. You deserve it. Do not feel guilty. Why? Because you deserve it. All right. Be safe. Be blessed. See y'all tomorrow. Trust and believe.